All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or you're just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, and better yet, they break up the season into small chunks so you have even more chances to draft your perfect team and, of course, more chances to win. You could do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us, your draft queens. So run, don't walk, to download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, and gobble gobble. Happy Thanksgiving, all you listeners. Happy Thanksgiving, Michelle. Oh my gosh, it's the best time of the year. Are you ready for it? The Thanksgiving football games, the thing we come together for this time of year. Happy Thanksgiving, Michelle. I just love that you did gobble gobble. Gobble gobble. You got to gobble the gobble gobble. I love turkey and football we talked about it last year actually i think we did like a little historical episode or at least a historical opening about thanksgiving and football and for how many years they've been doing it so i mean leave the turkey on the side just give me the football and some wine and i'm good to go just kidding i'll I'll eat the turkey too i'll eat the turkey too well yeah eat the turkey definitely eat the turkey while it's in front of you i've never said no to a turkey but what's your favorite sans turkey because like Mm. Well, almost everybody likes turkey. Some people don't. But, like, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? What's your favorite thing Mm -hmm. to eat at Thanksgiving? Okay. I think we talked about this. Well, we've talked about this for many years. But I think we talked about this last year on the mic. And I, up to this point, my family always goes out for Thanksgiving dinner. I I don't, wait a second. I don't remember talking about this. Okay. I think we talked about this only because I remember you were telling me that this is very Italian, not going out, but we have seafood for Thanksgiving or maybe that's Christmas. Yeah. That's Christmas. That's Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. Well, we do that for Thanksgiving. I don't know why. Yeah. Wait, I'm, no, it is Italian. It is. The Italian thing is you have the seven fishes, but that's Christmas Eve. So you like, you don't eat any, you don't eat any meat. Okay. Well, clearly, but you're also not, I don't even know if you're American anymore (laughs) since you told me you're eating seafood on Thanksgiving. Uh, well, okay. So it's a buffet and they have everything you can think of. So there's an option for Turkey. There's an option. There's also an option for clams as your starter and obviously i'm having little neck clams like that is the jam so but then do you have turkey after that you can i basically you have personally i want to know what you do because i I'm, now i'm intrigued can i walk you through it okay i'll walk please. you through it very take me very through the briefly. buffet with you please so, so we walk into the we walk into the banquet no um <laughs> i start with a bunch of little neck clams, as many as I can fit on one of those tiny appetizer plates with <laughs> cocktail sauce. That's what I start with. Then I'll go in and I'll get a nice salad, right? Like open okay. with salad and clams. Then I will go hard on all the stuff that puts you to sleep. I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top. Like I Strong. go like big heaping portion <laughs> of that. Uh, I like the little like um, sliced potatoes, you know, like those are okay. delicious. The ones in the okay. sauce, some green beans or the green beans in there. And then see, 
this is where you're going to just be like, yeah, you're not American or human. I'm, from, I'm very nervous to where this is about to go. I have salmon instead no. of turkey. No. Why? What? I don't I even understand. Do. You could have salmon any night, any day, any exactly. time. Because it's the best food. So I'm going to have it on a holiday. <laughs> and someone you else is going to make it you for me. You won't even, for the <laughs> sake of America, just put a little... Can you tomorrow please just put a small okay. piece of turkey on your plate? Oh, and just stare here, at it. Yes. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, sorry, I'm jumping around on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. We're not, we can't go out this year because it's COVID. And I hope that everyone listening is having a very safe and socially distant holiday. But my family, usually we go with our extended family and we go and eat at a restaurant. We cannot do that anymore. So I am physically and forcibly being made to make a turkey. So I'm starting that tonight and I don't know how to do it. This story has an excellent ending. <laughs> I told I was getting there. I was getting there. But anyway, I am non-traditional. With that in mind, when we did have turkey dinners at home once upon a time when I was younger, my favorite Thanksgiving food by far, again, not American, but I'm just going to throw it out there, the jellied cranberry sauce in the can. Oh, my God. In the can? It's so good. Oh, my God. Honestly, you just honestly, wiggle it out and take a big scoop with your with your spoon. I'm just not sure that we can really be friends anymore after I understand your Thanksgiving traditions. It's wow. only me. The rest of my family is normal, I promise. Wow. It's only me who, like, gravitates towards the weird foods. But, but wow. you have a normal Thanksgiving. It sounds like, and we're recording this on the day before Thanksgiving and dropping on Thanksgiving because we I'm have I'm literally football. sitting at my table surrounded yeah. by, like, sage and turkey and <laughs> and thyme and l- let's see what else do i have here butternut squash oh. pumpkin cheesecake cornbread um. these are all of the things that are happening right now in front of me and so that to me is real traditional thanksgiving it smells like oh. thanksgiving i wish that i could open wine and start it right now <laughs> you know i think just as soon i mean you could start right well, now i mean i could technically yeah. i could I, I mean i could do whatever i want but that said I will not eat any of the things that I just made until actual Thanksgiving. It's torture. Instead, I have like steamed dumplings and chicken pad thai on the way to go completely left before Thanksgiving dinner. That also kind of feels like a Christmas tradition we do. It's like you get weird takeout one day and then you have a big Christmas meal the next day. Then you have your regular, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I'm I'm stoked. I'm happy for you that you're going to... Look, you're going to make it turkey. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You're going to be all right. You are. You're going to be great. Thank you. Thank you. I am going to do my best, and I will report back on how that goes next week, but I'm looking forward to opening a can of jelly and also to (laughs) flick on the TV, and you know what? Starting with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is still happening with no audience, still stoked on it, still going to watch it, and then all day, Michelle, all day, we have football. All day. I mean, thank goodness. I'm I'm really bummed, and we're we're gonna talk about this. I'm so bummed that they had to move the Steelers Ravens game. Like I was so ready for three games for tomorrow. You know, like appetizer, the main course, and dessert. And by the time you get to dessert, now we have no you're dessert. a bottle of wine deep, and it's like <laughs> whoop football. Like I'm exactly. ready for that, especially Ravens Steelers. I know. I'm bummed that that's gonna be moved to Sunday, but we still have the Lions and the Texans to look forward to, and. 
And actually, I am looking forward to this Washington-Dallas game. I think if you would have asked me a few weeks ago about the Thanksgiving games, I would have been like, I really don't care about Washington-Dallas. But I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see Alex Smith play against Andy Dalton back on the field. That, that'll be a fun one, I think. You know what I can say concertedly about these two games of the three that will definitely happen tomorrow? And if by some stroke of God we get Steelers and Ravens, thank you, Lord. Um, but for those, for Lions, Texans, and then Washington, Dallas, I never watch those teams. Like, I can say that with confidence. I never watch those teams. So I guess it'll probably be good for our fantasy arsenal just to understand not just by the numbers and on paper, but actually seeing some of these people play. Like, I think I've only watched the Texans and maybe Dallas before Andy Dalton really tanked the ship. But, you know. Get ready for some Deshaun Watson. He's he's fun to watch. Oh, he is fun to watch. And he threw some dimes last week. So I guess it's really just the Lions and the, and the Redskins. <clears throat> uh, sorry, not the Redskins. The Washington football team that I don't watch, but I am excited for Alex Smith too. Yeah, and it'll be those will be some good games. That's yeah. for sure. In any event, it's like I'm just ready to watch some football and shove beers in my face and <laughs> shove food in my face. So it doesn't learn, really matter. And learn how to cook a turkey. It's a Do good you, day. Do you think that we should re-air the episode that we put out last season on Draft Queens that's about Thanksgiving? We and could, the relationship thing, that Thanksgiving and football have together. Because they literally are like, they were born and bred together with... True. Yeah, maybe we should I think people that. would be interested. Okay, well maybe maybe look out for a little one-two punch this week. Again, we're coming to your earballs on Thursday, Thanksgiving, uh, and maybe something, a little something special on Friday. Stay tuned to our feed. But um, I love it, I love it. Should we, should we, should we huddle up? It's that time of year. Let's talk about all the sports, Michelle, before we stuff our faces. Yes, let's get into that huddle. Great. It's time to huddle up nice and not close to each other like you normally would in, in a real huddle, but that's okay. We're going to give you all the news from this week. And unfortunately, looking at it, there's a lot of words that start with C-O-V-I-D in the huddle this week. But anyway, uh. we got to give you all the highlights before we get into more football. So, Kate, I know that you have your handy-dandy, trusty clock ready Ooh, maybe you don't i don't know does she does she i am i was just ravenously filing through my phone to find the clock app but now i have it so yes <laughs> we are ready to go with one minute on the clock michelle as per always would you like for me to count you into it and then i, uh, I would love take nothing the first more I'm, I'm so thankful for you counting me down oh this is a gracious and thankful episode ah what a good feeling okay well, let me get one minute on the clock. We got 60 seconds. Take that first headline, Michelle, in three, two, one, go. Alabama head coach Nick Saban tested positive for COVID-19 and is out for coaching against Auburn. Speaking of Alabama, no, not speaking of Alabama. Uh, speaking of football, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State are in the top four of the initial college football rankings as of this week. Hmm. Uh, Indianapolis won't host NBA All-Star Game in 2021, rescheduled to host in 2024. Mm -hmm. 
Vanderbilt Soccer's Sarah Fuller is an option now to kick for their football team, the coach says. What? Mike Tyson returns to boxing at 54 years old on Saturday? Question mark? Wait, I, okay, we got to get into that one. I keep going, I keep going. Okay, our Argentinian soccer legend Diego Maradona has died at the age of 60. Sad. Uh, the NBA draft is over, and among many exciting moves was Gordon Hayward, who pulled off the surprise of free agency reaching a four-year, $120 million deal with Charlotte. Right on time, baby. This Nailed is getting it. too easy. How do we like shake up this format? But I'm actually I'm very proud of us. I feel like we're falling into a huddle rhythm. I like we're it. Sixty seconds and about seven to eight headlines. Like we nail it. We nail it now. And we don't really sound like idiots stumbling over names anymore, or at least well, not that frequently. I kind of sounded like an idiot when you were like, oh, God, you said something against Alabama and Auburn. And I was like, speaking of Alabama, but actually um, the segue being like, first of all, Alabama is playing Auburn this week, which is a huge game. And Alabama is in the top four ranked college football teams this week. And Nick Saban has COVID, so we can't they don't have coach, coach Alabama. That's wild. That's crazy. That's so wild. So can he, like, dial in? Like, that's what I'm wondering, is when <laughs> is coaches start getting sick imagine, and they just... Imagine if they had him on, like, a Zoom on the big screen. That's what I'm thinking. Can they, like, call a, a friend and jump in? Like, <laughs> uh, if the Wi-Fi is good enough, it couldn't oh. hurt. Wait, I'm sorry. Can we please... I am, like, baffled <laughs> by this Mike Tyson thing. Like, wait, oh, yeah. wh- what is happening? I need to know everything about this. Well, I'll I'll give you all I know about it, which is basically the headline. Why is this happening? Who is he boxing against? I really don't know. He's 54 years old. I guess he's decided to return for a match. I haven't read anything beyond this one match that's happening on Saturday. But then again, I'm not a boxing fan. I'm just baffled by Mike Tyson who ate somebody's ear off or like the did he eat like a bird head what does mike tyson do again that makes i mean so he's crazy? definitely bit someone's ear okay so i'm seeing that he's apparently going to get paid 10 million dollars to pay to fight roy jones jr that's what i'm that's what i'm Whoa. reading right now did he bite a bird's head off i don't remember a bird no that was ozzy osbourne Are, really yeah, Mike Tyson bit someone's He's ear. He's just the ear. Bites. He's just the ear. <laughs> bites ear off. Of Evander Holyfield. Okay, yeah. Oh, God, the pictures. I don't want to see that. Oh, no, God. No, don't see that. I don't shouldn't have searched that. that. I shouldn't have searched that. Okay, all right. Let's swap Wow. Back. Okay, well, this is, this is mind-blowing. I mean, the last time you saw Mike Tyson, he was, you know, in uh, The Hangover. I was gonna say, like, does he is he not still living off those royalties? He has to get back in the ring. I Apparently guess not. All the tigers. Now he's getting now he's getting ten million for this fight. I mean, b- bless him. I guess I don't know. This is like very scary. I would think. Uh, well, speaking of blessings, this how many is brain just cells like a, are left to just freaking knock out of your head? I don't know. Between boxing and MMA. I just do not understand how they do it. Like, me neither. Are, are these people I, crazy? Are you crazy? A little bit. You have You're to just be, fighting. Yeah, you have to be. A, you have to be a little bit crazy to do that kind of stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, 
Speaking of blessings, because this is a very thankful episode, uh, blessings to our queen, Sarah Fuller, on the Vanderbilt soccer team, who is now kicking for the Vanderbilt football team. That's, That's pretty badass. insane. I like That's that. That's really badass. And I like when this this kind of reminds me of like the Julie Ertz, Zach Ertz situation where oh, Julie yeah, came yeah, yeah. in yep. and like kicked that viral field goal. Like badass. I see you, Sarah Fuller. You're a queen. I love it. I, I like it. it. I like Is it. Is there I any others that... we want to talk about? I mean, I don't know. No, no I'm sorry. I, I, my my awkward silence was because I'm still baffled by this Mike Tyson <laughs> thing, to be frank. I, I just, I can't really understand what's happening there. But uh, I think, you know, we talked about Turkey. We talked about Thanksgiving. We talked about football. And I think we need to give everybody the lowdown on what to expect for this next week. Yes, we absolutely do. Let's get into that week 12 stardom set up. And it's that time. Our very special Stardom Sidem for week 12. Our Thanksgiving segment of Stardom Sidem. How exciting. And it's brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Champions Round. So, Michelle, I think we should go ahead and get right into it because as normal, I hate to report it, but there are a ton of key injuries that's, again, shuffling things up and redealing things for the NFL and also tons of COVID updates that are pushing games and potentially canceling other ones. So um, maybe I'll just read them through. Like, is there a best way to do this? Yeah, I think reading them through is good just to make sure everybody's got everything they need. And then, you know, one one positive good note is uh, there are no buys this week. So you don't oh, have yeah. to worry about buy weeks this week. However, we'll give you a whole other list of things that you have to worry about. Yes, there are other things to worry about for sure. Um, namely, if we're starting with COVID here, right, to go right down the list, Raven Steelers, that game that's supposed to be, when you're listening to this on Thursday, it's supposed to be this evening. It's not happening this evening. They pushed it because Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, a number of people on the Ravens are now COVID positive and the game itself is just on watch and I think they're just trying to figure it out. So if you have any Ravens or Steelers and specifically Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins who are not playing this week, make sure you switch them out. Um, Similarly, the Browns facility is currently closed as of Wednesday because of COVID. Miles Garrett, defensive end, has COVID. Um, Just in general, the Browns are iffy, so another one to watch out for. But in terms of COVID, those are really the three big ones. Ravens, Steelers, Browns, keep an eye on those. We do not have a verdict as of today. What we do have a verdict on are a number of key injuries. Man, this this first one, like, hurts my heart. How do how do we do this? Honestly, I get so sad every time we have to do this, especially this one, though, because we've talked so much about how about him. He's a rookie. He's been killing it like he's been great. We just talked about how great he's been. And it's just it sucks to see it happen. So Joe Burrow, I love your notes here. ACL, MCL, whole bottle, whole body, basically like body fell apart. The poor guy. This poor guy. Do not watch the playback, though. Do not watch it. Oh, my God. It's too it's too sad. And, uh, you know, he uh, I think he tweeted something like you can't get rid of me that soon. So I, you know, it's, it's good to see that he's in good spirits, but man, what a bummer for, for him and for, for uh, Cincinnati. I mean, look, we talked a little bit about it. Cincinnati hasn't been faring that well anyway, mm. even though Joe's been playing great. So hopefully he gets healthy and uh, you know, he could start back up again next season. 
Yeah, and and you know what? The silver lining here is that I think Joe Burrow is the only one on our list this week who has an ACL or MCL tear. That is a silver lining. The fewer of those, the better. There are a couple other key injuries to call out. I would say look out for Big Ben, Roethlisberger, and his quad. Again, we don't really know what's happening with the Steelers-Ravens game, but between now and Sunday when they're ostensibly supposed to play, Big Ben may be out. I don't know what happens then, but just keep an eye. A couple other important ones. DeAndre Swift is out with a concussion. Terry McLaurin is out or limited with an ankle injury. I think also Antonio Gibson may be limited, but more likely to play. So keep an eye on him as well. A lot of of these guys had, you know, real like between, um, you know, the Lions and and Washington. And, you know, these are short turnarounds. Like these guys just played, you know what I mean? So just keep an eye on all of those things. Uh, You know, check, check all the news and all the reports you know first thing thursday morning or right after you listen to us tell you to go do that um because (laughs) i think some guys are just limited because it's a short turnaround between games so keep an eye on all of it just to make sure yeah for sure and kelly kelly kenny galladay is for sure out for the lions but again just that that's probably the one to call out this morning because he is playing uh, in just a few short hours from when you listen to this. So Kenny Galladay, yank him. Um, the one person I'm trying to figure out myself, and I think at some point we should talk about our own fantasy teams for a sec, but Adam Thielen, he may have COVID. He may not. I feel what like do you mean the- he may not? I thought he's 100%. He's on the COVID list. What do you mean he may not? Okay, well, somebody texted me today and was like, Adam Thielen actually had a false positive. So his second test was negative. So does he have COVID or not is pretty much my question. Because that's huge oh, for I see Thielen what you're saying. Okay, So I, you have Thielen in our league. Yes. I have Thielen in my other league. And I was really bent out of shape when I got that totally. notification. But this could be great news if it's a false positive. I know, I know. So keep an eye on it. But again, just don't really have an answer here. I hope that he does not have COVID. But as of, to, as of Wednesday, he came back with a negative result. So maybe All right. he'll play. Fingers cool. crossed for Adam Thielen. He lit it up last week, so I would love for him oh to God. be playing again this week. Um, short aside, how did your fantasy team do? We didn't even talk about that. Oh, yeah, we hell? didn't because we – well, we were just so thankful and excited. We're um, so hungry. We're so we're hungry. So hungry. <laughs> we're just thinking about food. Oh, yeah, I won. Amen. I, Me too. I, I'm, I'm back on. I'm back on track, I feel. My win streak is out at one, but I'll take it. Fine. Yeah, take a win. I uh, I feel pretty good at it uh, about it. Yeah, last week. Um, let's see. I'm just looking at it. I I got a lot of touchdown notifications, which which felt really good. Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson had like four touchdowns. He three, was amazing. Three passing, one rushing. Uh, Zeke finally got directions and a map and a GPS and found his <laughs> ass into the end zone. Thank God. Thank you, Zeke. Something to cheer about. <laughs> Um, who else? Who else? Oh, I picked up, and we'll talk about this a little bit more for Stardom Sinem. I had Michael Pittman. The man scored his first NFL touchdown. That was fantastic. We love Love you, Michael Pittman. Thank you, sir. Um, Dalton Schultz. Look, giddy up. Andy, Andy Dalton's back. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit of a turnaround for, for the boys. Hey, I'll take it. Dalton Schultz scoring touchdowns. Um, I felt great about my week last week. Felt good to win. Wow, this is going to be a really positive episode between Thanksgiving (laughs) and giving thanks and food and our fantasy teams. I also had an excellent week. 
I am now number three in our league, which just Hey-o. doesn't make any sense at all. I was number 12 like four weeks ago. But you know what? That's what a little hard work and elbow grease puts in and some good research and a great podcast. So, um, but the biggest, like the biggest boom of all was Adam Thielen. So I'm like, you huge cannot have week. COVID. You cannot have no, COVID. No, no. Huge, huge week. I'm still so confused at our our so you're six and five, but you're in third place. I'm six and five, but I'm in eighth place. How does this? How does I don't understand? How many points do know. you have? Let's see. You've got twelve hundred points four. I have thirteen hundred points four. Okay, I'm not great at math, but I'm pretty sure thirteen hundreds more than twelve hundred. So I'm confused there. All right, let's see this one then. Points against. You've had eleven hundred and forty eight points scored against you. I've had 1,197 points scored against me. So maybe that's the, maybe that's it. Maybe it's decided by points four. I feel like that's pretty bullshitty. It should be points. I don't know. I'm very confused. Yet again, I'm confused with this league. Ugh, this league confuses me so much, but whatever. It, but we're right, now we're, the right now we're both hunt. in the playoffs. Yeah, so that's all that matters. When is that cut off? Like, when do we go to the playoffs? Uh, let's see. When do when does it start in our league? Um, week fourteen. Like, I don't know offhand, it's and that's like soon. quite Hang soon. On. Hang on, it's very it's uh, things we should know. Things we should know. Yeah. Things you should look at in your playoffs. Uh, weeks fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen with eight teams. Ooh, so we're 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 close. We are we're really we are close. Very quickly approaching. So we need this week. We need this week and next week. Like, because the thing is, everybody's so neck go. and neck and everybody's six and five in our league that right. we just really do need to win today and this week. Maybe I should have done more research. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, <laughs> Here's the thing. It's hard to plan too far ahead in our league, like as we've talked about a million times. It's just too many, you know, there's there's too many teams and it's really hard. You can't really... It's really hard to stash. Like, you can't really get too cute mm-hmm. in our league. So, uh, I think, you know, you're on a two-game win streak. Just keep on keeping on. Yeah, we gotta. But we do have to get a little teeny bit strategic this week. And I would say for our listeners, just knowing, again, who's playing Thursday versus who's playing Sunday. Because uh, everybody's playing. No buys, like Michelle said earlier. So, that's going to be really interesting. I mean, there are some cheat codes that are coming up. And we talked about this, if we want to get into week 12 and start and sit. A um, couple cheat codes to continue to look out for if they exist in your league, starting with <laughs> our our quarterback position. Taysom Hill, if he's available in your league, excellent. And you need a quarterback, excellent. Pick him up for the Saints. He's looked really great. That being said, if you need a tight end and he's still listed as a tight end and he's putting up 30 points a game in a tight end slot, depending on if you use Yahoo or ESPN or NFL Fantasy, like put him in your tight end slot. So that's the one I just like really want to start with. But there's also been some fun magic for the QB position in terms of Derek Carr. Like between you and I, I thought he looked really good this week. He did. He did. I, I totally agree with that. I like that call. I think he looked really solid. Um, and again, I mean, nobody's on by, but there have been a lot of injuries throughout the season. Um, you, you know, Derek Carr's probably rostered in the majority of leagues, but he's definitely starting to heat up, which is which is good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus, they're playing the Falcons this week, so um, I kind of like that. A nice, porous defense. I feel like that's <laughs> just the that's 
someone wrote that in an article and described a defense as porous. And I was like, that is just such a good diss, like mm-hmm. a low-key, very eloquent diss. I enjoyed that very much. I like it. <laughs> I got I got another one. I'm liking um I'm liking Philip Rivers and I know that he's playing against your Titans this week, but yeah. because I have listened to you, I also know that every time these two teams face off, it doesn't usually fare so well for your Ravens, so I'm really liking uh, uh Rivers this week. Mm. I just decided to take a sip of water as you were well, saying you're that. Allowed. You're but... you're allowed to. Well, listen, it's going to be a contentious matchup, but they really, both teams have something to play for, and they play up against each other. Like, the Titans and the Colts bring out the best in each other in the worst ways, just because we, Titans always lose, tighten up, baby. Uh, But, yeah, Phillip Rivers, I feel like, is a really solid call. So, I'm with you there. Huge week last week against Green Bay, pulling off that win, which was really good. You know, three touchdowns over there. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be that quite that big of a week again. Um, but I like the, I like the matchup, and he looked, he looked awesome. How do you feel about Andy Dalton again this week? I feel like we've had this conversation like fourteen different ways, but do you feel any differently about him this week than weeks past? I mean, look, I think, I think, you know, I think he had a, a great bounce back. I think he'll keep kind of, you know, doing doing a little bit of the same and improving, you know, each time. The thing that's a little tough about this matchup is the fact that it's, um, you know, it's 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 a quick turnaround. Like I said, like these guys just played on Sunday. Now they're playing again on Thursday. Look, he had three touchdowns last week. We did talk about C.D. Lamb and said that was going to be a good game for him, and it was. It was also a game, a good game for for Andy. So I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe the, uh, the well, not not that we wanted him to have COVID or anyone to have it, but the, maybe a little time off after some of those injuries and and things. It, it, maybe that helped him. You know what I mean? To just like get back in there and 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 understand the offense and be ready to rock because he was last week and now they play Washington. You know which is a great matchup. Again, it's a tough turnaround or, you know, quick turnaround, but mm. I don't know. I think he could keep the momentum going. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, well, I'm not an Andy Dalton fan, but with that in mind, I know a lot of people are thinking about whether or not they should pick him up. I do think, and last but not least for quarterback category, but I just want to throw a quick plug out there, which I don't think this is going to happen, but if it does, just stay diligent. Ryan Fitzpatrick on the Dolphins they're playing the Jets this week, and Tua got yanked at the the end of last week's game. Mm. So I don't know how that manifests itself, and I don't know if Ryan Fitzpatrick plays, but we all know that Fitz magic, and we don't have any – we've got no crystal ball over here, but that could, you know, if no he does end up ball. sliding into that QB1 slot, he probably – I would imagine people have dropped him at this point with Tua as QB1 up to this point. So sure. – um, uh, but I don't know how that's going to fare, so – yeah. Anyway, I do know one thing that's pretty interesting to talk yeah. about as a segue into uh, you know running backs here. So at the top of the show, you know you mentioned what's happening with the Ravens and the Steelers. You've got Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins, both of the running backs for the Ravens out, which is insane. If you were lucky enough, like myself, to get out there and be real quick and sneaky and get Gus Edwards off the uh, waiver it. wire, props to you. Um, uh. Look. I, I don't love the matchup because the Steelers' D is great, but that being said, he's literally the only person in the backfield, you know, and, <laughs> and, and he hasn't, look, he's, he hasn't been, he hasn't been great, he hasn't been terrible, but he's the only person in the backfield for them, and they're gonna yeah. need to establish a running game, like, so, you know, if you were able to pick him up, 
good for you. I think it's going to be a great, um, you know, plug and play this week, especially considering people probably have J.K. Dobbins or Mark Ingram, maybe in a flex, maybe you're not normally starting those guys, but now there's no, you know, there's no real committee. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's Gus's show. He's got to get it going. Hopefully he does. And there probably will be fewer places for Lamar to throw. So I think it could be a great week for Lamar Jackson too, but Mark Andrews as of today is still questionable. We'll Mm. see how that comes to fruition. But again, that's even more and running against the Steelers defense feels more, uh, feels more attainable to me for the um for the Ravens this game week 12. So Gus Edwards will get a lot of action. Another he, one that I uh, that, yeah, sorry. Go he for doesn't it. He, I was just going to say for the last thing about Gus Edwards is he normally doesn't yeah, yeah. get a lot of the yards, but he's managed to find the end zone a handful of times. Oh, so yeah. so the good news here is is they usually use him for for touchdowns um and then, you know, that piled on top of hopefully more yards and carries, you know, puts him in for a good week well you may be asking us michelle and kate our draft queens we don't have gus edwards who else do we take for that my friend i say james white all reliable i dropped him two weeks ago damn it he finally came back i mean i thought that the patriots thanks for dropping him i picked him up I am very aware of that, so thank you, thank you. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I noticed that I dropped Corey Davis, and you picked him up, and he had a I great did. game. So you did. You know what? There you go. You know, it's the circle of life in the fantasy football <laughs> it's the world. Circle of fantasy football. It's the circle <laughs> of waivers. Everyone comes around. Everyone comes <laughs> around on the waiver wires. Yeah, totally. But um, James White specifically, uh, he's been dormant for a while for extenuating circumstances. He's back, and also the um, the Patriots are devoid of Rex Burkhead, among others. So I yeah. think he's going to get a lot of looks. I think it's a great pickup on your end. He's a great he's a great pass catching back, as we know. So with you know with the injury to Burkhead, um, yeah, I think uh, James White is 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 potentially a great pickup for this week. Yeah, for sure. And I'm still trying to figure out who I'm playing in my running back spots, to be quite honest with you. I still have an eye on Carlos Hyde, um, who right now I'm not sure if they're taking it by committee in Seattle with Chris Carson back. Yeah, well, well, Carlos crushed it for you last weekend, which oh everybody my. thought was going to happen. But yeah, now the question is, if, if, if Carson's coming back, um, I'm pretty sure he is, but it's not 100% yet. And then the question is, you know, even if he is coming back, is he 100%? Are they going to mm-hmm. give him the majority of the carries? Like, how are they going to? So it, that'll be an interesting, you know, one. But Hyde looked Hyde looked real good last weekend. Yeah, he did. He did. I'm sitting here looking at who's in my running back spots, and I just don't know what to do. Got, I'm starting Chase Edmonds and Tony Pollard, I think. I think. And who else do you have? Chris, uh, Carlos Hyde and Jarek McKinnon and Singletary, and that's it for running backs. Oof. Yeah, keep an eye. You might, Carlos, oh, I don't know. Starting Tony Pollard know. feels kind of, mm. if, if He I, had a like, great week last week, though, low-key. Yeah, yeah. Low-key. I don't know. We'll see what happens with Hyde. It's hard to put him on the bench after a big week. I know. That's what I'm looking at. I think, um... I'll end up subbing him into my flex, but I just don't with the with the weird wonky lots of games on a Thursday. I don't know what to do with Tony Pollard. I hear you. 
But anyway. That's the other thing too. Yeah, short week. So you might want to, yeah. He could be a bust. He could be a bust just like Leonard Fournette was this past yeah. week for Leonard, the Bucks. Leonard, Leonard Fournette, that's a, that was a bust. I mean, didn't, you know, he had 17 yards. Yes, he got in the end zone, but like 17, I could run 17 yards. Like, let's be serious. Um, and then they've got, you know, this matchup now this week against KC. The KC games, look, they're usually a shootout, um, you know, which, which mm-hmm. it, 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 it obviously means there's a lot of offense in these games. So, you know, Leonard Fournette could, but I just, I don't know. I just think he was a bust last week and I don't see him getting out of it, um, you know, this week. Uh, he, he dropped a couple of passes. Like, he just didn't look great, um, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I'm thinking he's a bust for this week, even though uh, th- that, that probably would be a pretty highly offensive game. Yeah, I want I'm like tempted to jump to another bust because I just can't stop thinking about it. If we can jump to tight ends for one quick second before let's we get just to go to receivers. tight ends. Let's do it, man. What the fuck happened with Hayden Hurst this week? Oh, I'm pissed. So I I picked I picked him up in one of my DFS leagues in in the um you know yep. fantasy uh, like a, a weekly fantasy team. And I was like, I got this. And it's just me and a couple of friends. So like, you, you want to try to do your best to not pick the same team. That's the whole thing. Right. So I'm like, I got this. This is going to be an awesome pickup. Goose egg, man. He goose egged me. I didn't watch. I couldn't watch <clears throat> because what the fuck <laughs> happened? Why did I waste my flex spot on you? Hayden Hurst, who has been consistently putting up, I've been I've been starting him every week because he'll put up like eight to ten points. Like that is has been a given. What happened? Like did I, he I, play in the game? I haven't looked at anything. I don't care. I'm yanking him. I was pissed. What I'm the with fuck? You. I was Zero pissed. points for real? That's mad what you're you. gonna do? Yeah, mad at you. Mad at you. Mad at you. But but luckily there are a bunch of other tight ends and and listen, these are all names that listeners have heard before you know uh but we've talked about all these people robert tanyan dalton schultz dallas goddard like the the same old names you've been hearing i don't really see anyone michelle and i don't know about you but anyone in the league right now who's like "Ooh, this person could be a boom or this person is a total bust it's like tight ends are pretty mediocre if you get one of the good ones like a mark andrews or you find a boom like a robert tanyan then you're lucky and maybe you accidentally hit a bust one week like with Hayden Hurst but really it's just like pretty run-of-the-mill yeah I agree and I think all those names that you just rattled off are the ones that you know sort of stand out to me this week um aside from you know the obvious ones for sure yeah yeah well so tight ends are a little bit boring aside from our quick rant about stupid Hayden Hurst on my shit list this week but maybe he puts up points this week and can redeem himself for wide receivers, is there anyone that you're like, I feel like you had a big boom with Michael Pittman this week. You mentioned him earlier. What happened there? Like, how is how is Indy looking? I mean, Indy just, Indy looks great, like I said. And I like this matchup again this week against um, the Titans. Um, Pittman scored, you know, his, uh, that was, I believe it was his very first NFL touchdown. And he just, he looked Aww. good. Phillip Rivers kept looking for him. Um, baby's you know, first touchdown how cute baby's first touchdown and I, I I only see that momentum carrying through to this week so if you were able to snag Pittman last week you were you were happy and I think you keep him in your lineup again this week yeah for sure for sure I'm so glad to hear it happy baby's first touchdown to Michael Pittman 
um, another powerhouse that just came out of the woodwork a little bit, but I forgot the name for a sec, Nelson Aguilar. We talked about him pretty much, like, I feel like in preseason, maybe, uh, or maybe in our, like, preseason roundups for wide receivers, thinking that he may be good, uh, formerly on the Eagles, now on the Raiders, and I thought he was great. Like, the Raiders looked amazing between him, Josh Jacobs, and Derek Carr. It was like the trifecta out there. So um, hopefully Nelson Aguilar performs again. But I feel like maybe the Raiders are hitting a little bit of a stride. Hmm. Yeah, I think the Raiders have been looking pretty good. I mean, you know, you got – they also – they look, when you can, when you can you know, establish such a strong run game that, like they have with Josh Jacobs, it makes it, you know, a lot more appealing for – um, you know, uh, wide receivers like Nelson Algalore. So I, I like that. He had a sick catch in the end zone last week. So I think I think that's a, a, a good call. He's fun. The Raiders, yeah, I think they're, they're starting to be pretty fun to watch. They feel like scrappy, and I also like watching Gruden. Like, I, f- I feel like I know Gruden better than most coaches since he took some time off to be a commentator. Uh, so all around, I like <clears> the Raiders. And, and we talked about this last week, but I just keep forgetting. So for the point of punctuating, the Raiders are in the hunt for the AFC West. They are not there because they are trailing the Chiefs, a.k.a. the former Super Bowl champion. So that's all fine and good. But just to put it in perspective, like they are in the hunt for AFC West behind the best team in the league, potentially. There you go. There you go. Hats off Raiders. Who else? Who else? Any other any other uh, wide receivers? I had made a note of Josh Reynolds. I think, you know, he's he's. He's kind of second behind Cooper Cup over for the Rams, um, but he's pretty fun. He's pretty fun to watch. Um, You know, he definitely has Goff's, um, you know, eye, and uh, they do have the uh, matchup this week against the 49ers. So that could be a Mm. fun one to pick up uh, if you're looking for someone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just like saying Cooper Cup. So any reason to mention the Rams and Cooper Cup? Let's talk about Cooper Cup. (laughs) (laughs) Cooper Cup. And uh, Jared Goff looked really good this week. It was nice to see Sean McVay. I think he had like a technical, technical, oh my God. You know what I'm getting at. He had, he was fined for doing something to one of the referees. So he's all fired up running around the field. It's good to see that Sean McVay again. So let's go Rams. But, um, but moreover, our favorite, yeah, let's stream stream some D's. That's the best part of this episode. Love streaming D's. Love streaming D's. I like have just basically get, well, this, so my, my pick for this week is, is the Saints versus Denver. Um, I, I picked the Saints up and was streaming them last week against the Falcons. That ended up being very, very good. So I am not technically streaming someone new this week, but I'm, I'm keeping uh, the Saints on my, uh, on my defensive line here. I am going a different direction. I feel like that's the appropriate response to streaming D's is to pick up a team that will be just weighted more heavily and better than the other team. (laughs) Um, I'm picking up the Giants because I I really don't know. I feel very bad for Joe Burrow, but the Bengals, I don't. The Giants D isn't terrible if there's anything that's like okay you know what i mean like <laughs> if there's and, anything and, yeah, okay like, about the giants if there's anything okay about the giants it's i guess their defense i don't know so like i should know this but like who even is the bat who's the new quarterback for cincinnati i do not know and that michelle is why i am picking up the giants defense because who the heck is on the Bengals? like i have no clue poor joe burrow for sure but I think the Giants could fare pretty well in terms Ryan of... Ryan Finley? 
No idea. No clue. Okay. You could say right. any name and I would nod my head and say yes. I don't know. I'm looking at the depth chart. I see Joe Burrow, Ryan Finley, and Brandon Allen. So I mm. don't know who. Okay. Any well, of these people you know what? are. All, all that said, great great idea to pick up the Giants D because I don't Thank like you. I don't know what no happens idea. there. No idea, but they're most definitely probably available in your league. So <laughs> I think between the Saints and, and the Giants, folks can, can kind of – figure it out on their own for this wonderful thanksgiving weekend of football well that's all i got god what a great episode let me just just to reflect god that was a fun episode and considering i i feel like i put in less effort this week in terms of prepping but it just feels so good to think about football and then actually go into it for a full day and weekend where we all can just take the weekend off and enjoy a holiday so to everyone listening, thank you for getting this far as always. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for tuning in as always. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you feel like throwing us, if you're feeling thankful, if you're feeling grateful about this show and about me and Michelle and would like to keep paying our paychecks, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars. It really means a lot. But seriously, we're thankful for you all. Thank you for listening to this show, and it's the one time of year. We should probably tell you all every day, but thank you for listening to this show, um, and tune in tomorrow when we drop a, or tune in right after this episode for a very special re-air of why Thanksgiving and football even came to be from the very beginning. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.